tastemakers, not your typical run-of-the-mill stories. We're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes, social stars to A-list celebs, and what's going down on campus. Listen, you know I am a lover of women breaking glass ceilings, defying stereotypes and really just doing incredible things. I not only celebrate them on the show on Women's Month, but every other day I feel like it's really all about the girls. I'm particularly excited about tonight because really she is not an only uh, an award-winning uh, sports anchor who's truly incredible at what she does, but she's a seasoned broadcaster all round and really one of the best broadcasters we have in South Africa at the moment. It is the first lady of rugby Mutsurisi Mwono on 5 Nine. What's happening? It is so awesome to finally have you on my show. I, 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 you know, when I got your text, I was like, girl, sign me up today. I've been Ta-da. waiting. I mean, clear the diary. <laughs> there was so much happening today, but I'm like, oh, I want to eat it now. <laughs> I there. will be at five. Thank you very much for all the uh, minute by minute uh, updates that you were giving me while you were on the way. Do you <laughs> like, know what it is? Like radio people, we get, we are very conscious of time. Yes. Right. And other, other people just want to stroll into studio and have a chat. And it's like, no. And they don't actually <laughs> realize, like you're sitting there like, uh, is she here? Is she not here? Is she okay? Maybe she's parking. No, no, no. Maybe she's in the bottom. So I, I, I'm always conscious of just like, hey guys, let them know. ETA is this. Yes, if yes. I arrive, here's the time, you know? Because every minute counts every in, in, minute in radio. Counts. Do you know what yeah. I do? Do you know what happens when I need to use the loo? Play more music. Honey, I play the longer the song. <laughs> but, but, I am able to run to the loo, okay? And our, our toilet's not close. If you uh, listen to the show or you listen to 5FM and you think like our toilets are next right door. here. No. Uh, next door. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's quite a walk. And I have now <laughs> I've mastered sprinting to the loo and back literally two minutes. That's all Sheesh. it takes me. There was one time when I was doing my show as well. It was just after news. And I don't know why, I don't know why you get pressed during the show. <laughs> yes. Like your bladder has all this time yes. and then all of a sudden it's like, mm, you need to go. And I think news had just wrapped and I was like, guys, play whatever you need to play. Luckily, my intro was quite long. <laughs> oh, no. So it bought me a little bit of time. You see, it is absolutely crazy how you do definitely need to be conscious of time. Has uh, something crazy ever happened while you are on live TV or on live radio? Like, what is an insane thing that's happened? And you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm never coming back from this. Radio. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, I'm already making you spill the tea. I love this. Don't tell my mama about okay. this. I All think right. radio was two things. One, uh-huh. I once actually swore on air, but I don't know I was live. I don't know I was live. No. I was in the I was in the news booth. I had just uh, ran in. Um, that she was actually the DJ on the day. Oh, what a mess! <laughs> and I was reading. I, I I read like the intro, but I can't hear myself in the mics. And it doesn't seem that we're live. So he keeps throwing his hands up. I'm also throwing my hands up. And then uh, a whiskey tangled fox trotted. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Got through the bulletin. And then I went back to um, I went back <laughs> into the newsroom. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me that how Mansu and I have been on air, right? Yeah. My words are on air. Yo, when I walked in, my editor ripped into me. His phone is ringing the whole time. It's the station <gasps> manager. Oh, my goodness. So everybody heard and it. Everybody heard it. Oh, what are the chances that and your station manager would be listening at that time? <laughs> it's in the morning. And I was like, of all the days when you wake up early, this was not the day. And, um, yeah, 
um, suspended, so not on air. Jeez, they were strict. No, 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 they have to be. They have to be. No, 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 I, I took it on the chin. I yeah, mean. and I guess it was in the morning. Yeah. And the other thing it made me realize. And you weren't training. You No. <laughs> At this point, you're called seasoned. You know, you have a year under your there belt. So, so these things should not be happening to you, young lady. Oh, he went off. But you know what? It's just, you learn from moments like yeah. that. Like, okay, let, let's be clear. Are we on air? Hand up. If someone else's hand is up, we're good. Thumbs up. You know, mm. the, I, my communication with um, my team got so much better. So that's one of the things that I was like, mm, oh, don't let that happen again. Oh, have you ever had a wardrobe <laughs> malfunction while you're yeah. busy there? Because <laughs> when you dress really well when you, when you do your TV work. Television, everything goes wrong. Everything goes yeah. wrong. But the difference between TV and radio, I think it's easy to hide it on radio because it's just you and the mic yeah. and the listener. Yeah. Um, on TV, obviously, because people can see you have to have your poker face. Oh so there have been words. many times when I'm on air and it's chaos. Oh, and people are speaking in your ear because you're wearing yeah, earpiece, right? I've got my earpiece on and it's chaos in the control room. This is broken. Audio's no whatever. There was once where they were like, Mart, I know I had said 10 seconds to break. You have one minute. Oh Can my you hold words. for one minute? Now you must talk for a minute. Now you must talk. And a minute is a long <laughs> time on words. TV. I promise you, try it. Put something on for one minute and try talk over yes. it. It is a long time. But yeah. that's why preparation is so important because mm moments like that do happen mm -hmm. yeah. and if you are prepared I it's fine I, you'll kill that minute if they go two minutes again let's go yeah. let's go let's I go I mean my inner face was like oh. what is happening but my outer face is like up next we got this that and the other there we go Damn. and I mean you can even switch to different languages so even better honey <laughs> you can go English you can go Afrikaans you can go Kosa you can go all of it absolutely beautiful it. how multilingual you are no um what I mean Look, you live in South Africa. A lot of South Africans are multilingual, but you just get people who are super, super multilingual. I think for me, it's because of my high school. The high school I went to, Maria Yun. I mean, it was a dual medium school, so learned in English, but it was heavy on the Afrikaans. So everywhere you went, you know, in the halls of that school, it's Afrikaans yeah. everywhere. So the Afrikaans were seeping through my pores by the time I was in Listen, matric. my sister went to the same school, and I remember this one time, I must have still been in primary school. And for some other reason, I think we'd gone to fetch or something but I ended up on the school grounds and some of the signs were also in Afrikaans, also in Afrikaans like, right how do you guys read Yo, these? <laughs> everything is in English and Afrikaans and you're just like oh. this is not the vibe but then you you get used to it and I grew up in Gatlehong by the time I was probably four or five I could speak Sizulu Lissoto fluently okay. and then English primary school high school and then Afrikaans high school it's because I, I learned it really working with my colleagues yes. in the sport I do now um, even in netball when we started out in netball, uh, my two panelists were Simim Daga and Zanelem Dodana, who are former Spa Proteus players, the best of the best that oh, you've yes. seen on a netball yes, court. Yes, yes, All yes. Kosa girls. So they spoke okay. Kosa as well. Kaunda Ntunja, who I worked very, very closely with, also is Kosa. And he, he was like, I will learn Sesotho when I hear you speaking is closer oh, actually. So that's when I, I, I had to learn. You but just I mean, have to that's, learn. But I mean, I think it's because you have, you have been intentional about learning yeah. because you can also yeah. stay in an environment for a long time. You see, and never learn. I am, I'm, I'm, I was born in Pretoria, raised in Johannesburg, okay? But till today, so many years later, my Zulu still sounds like a girl from Pretoria. But I will <laughs> say this. <laughs> it's so bad. It's if, so broken. Even if your Zulu's coming through with an accent, the fact that you've made an effort, yes. even the person you're speaking yeah. to will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give her props, yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing about languages. Languages make make you part of the group. Mm. They, it's inclusive. It mm. brings people closer because they're like, 
goodness, she took the time yeah. to learn this. Mm. And that's why I think so many people resonated with that clip that went um, on our on I was our looking SS for that clip today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And with, I mean, when you did your intro in multiple languages, that went viral. Yeah. yeah. Do you think um, it resonated with people because they felt so included? That's the word. Mm. They felt included. They felt like, here is a presenter that I can watch that I know no has me included in 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 her broadcast mm. you know and even in the build-ups i try to throw it in here and there you know it's called zulu mm. like what whatever is street lingo at the time so that whoever's watching even if you're not if you even if you're not a lover of rugby even if you're just new to the sport you'll already feel included because oh she knows my language yeah she speaks my language yeah. she knows she knows what i'm about yeah language just brings you closer to people so i encourage people to learn a language that is not um your home language whatever it is even if it's just to greet mm. it makes such a difference Walk, walking into a room mm. and just saying Dumelang and even if you don't know what to say after after the, if, if you don't know what to say after that you already you already have people in the palm of your hands because yes. they're like oh, yes. exactly. exactly and then you can go and go yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also love the fact that you are you're making people in, inclusive and feel included um, via language but also in something that already includes so many people sports mm, is about yes. bringing people together yes. and i think you adding the layer of the different languages and including in that them in that way i think is absolutely beautiful the first lady of rugby according to mzansi really they've just given you that name heavy <laughs> is the mantle it is heavy it is, is quite the, the mm. <laughs> wow uh and i cannot not imagine how much pressure that comes with but i think what is so beautiful about what you've been doing in the world of rugby is you're giving other people the hope and dream and you know to see themselves in that space as well or whatever space definitely and i think that's the power of um representation actually you know i talk a lot about exposure 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 exposing kids to these kinds of jobs that we are doing, stuff that seems so far-fetched for them, stuff mm. that was far-fetched for me even mm -hmm. as a child, you know, um, and making them realize that you can own those spaces, you can be in those spaces and thrive as well. So that's what we have to do. We have to come into these spaces and own them so that whoever's watching or listening or following you knows that, okay, that can happen for me mm. too. One day it will be me mm. in that chair behind that mm -hmm. mic in front of, um, or with that mic in front of the telly. So, so we've got to just do well in these spaces. I, it reminds me of the saying about like walking into a room and feeling like you belong there. Like, yes. Walk yes. in there and feel like you belong. Don't, don't feel like you don't belong in there. I said to one of my mentees, I'm like, stop auditioning. Because that's what she sounded like on air. She sounded like she was still asking for the job. And I was like, but they've put you there. Yes. That means you oh. are more than capable of being there. Mm. The more you stand there uh, looking like you're begging for your job, the more they're going to think you're not competent enough to, to handle go. this. Yeah. So whatever it is, whatever it is, if, if you're the new senior accountant, if you're the new marketing director, yeah. whatever, whatever role you're about to walk in that just feels, don't, don't let the doubt have you thinking that you're not good enough because someone has seen your potential someone has seen the hard work that you put in you have seen the hard work that you put in and it is now it's your responsibility now to not walk in there like an imposter yeah you own the space so own the space yeah they're not gonna ask anybody else it's mm. you it's all they've already you. given you they've that opportunity you otherwise also I mean? fake it till you make it fake mm. it until you really until feel like you believe. Own it. Yes. and that's that, that's what we're not good at mm. that's what we've not been taught because we're, we're so used to working so hard for so little 
that the minute the big thing lands, like, oh my God, me? Me? No ways. Do you think women struggle with it a little bit more? Absolutely. Yeah, guys, Absolutely. there's a certain level of confidence that I've seen in the years that I've worked that that men navigate work very differently in spaces. Because, because asking have, for raises, mm, asking for promotions. Listen, mm. they'll walk into that office and ask for a promotion that they don't even deserve. <laughs> like ridiculous numbers that are being thrown around. But it's also because um, men, young boys are raised with so much bravado. You yes. can do anything you want. And I wish we would tell our girls that. Mm. You can do and be anything that you want in this world and the more and the more they believe it so we have to tell them then we have to substantiate it applaud them when they're doing well if your daughter is doing well at hockey and she's in the b team for example but she scores a scrumptious goal you better be the parent that's on their feet shouting everybody must know at the end of that game that that's mutidisi's mom and she's been shouting since minute eight because that goal was made because then it reinforces in her that okay i can score one maybe score two in a match yeah i'm the best no i can get even more goals (laughs) this season i'm the best yeah the best and I think we need to reinforce that a lot more in our girls so that we become women that walk into meetings um, and and can can put value on the table that's the other thing you know sometimes we go in and we go in with what we need I need money for this that and the other no show them your value yes. what is your value what are you bringing to this company what have you brought to your team if you can lay it out in numbers even better yeah. but if you can lay it out and say this is what I do because of because of me, my show is this, that, and the other. This is how the numbers have grown. The numbers don't lie. The value doesn't lie. Mm. And that is what they will reward. Mm. Not, oh, I'm the best. Okay. And being nice Everyone's about it. Yeah. Don't be nice. Don't be nice. Don't but be there's nice. another thing about like girls and how we're raised. We're, dra- we're raised to be so nice mm. and so cordial. Mm. I mean, I was chatting about this earlier on and I was talking about a lack of boundaries uh, when it comes to finances that I still have and I suffer with, right? Ma'am, I was listening Ooh. and... Right, and it's that it's it's the whole thing of like still struggling with saying no. You know what I mean? And and I've been working on it, but I think when you're taught to be nice in your adulthood, you realize that oh my goodness, this whole like oh you have to be nice ends up with you struggling with boundaries because when you're saying no, you're not being nice. But who says you have to exactly. be nice? Who says you have to be, say no with an explanation? You don't even need to explain why you're saying no. You must say it confident. You must just say no. Yeah. And you know what? You know why it you know why you feel bad? It's because even your body doesn't recognize mm. that. Even your body shock like it's oh, we shock. saying no, we sure? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah. But the more you exercise that muscle, the easier it becomes. Then you're able to say no. And people are like, ah, no, it's still a no. Yeah. And I've said so many no's in the last few years. I've even like, I high five myself. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we did it yeah, again. You, 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 you did that. And then it doesn't become so foreign anymore. Oh. And it doesn't become difficult anymore. Yeah. Because yeah it's still that, so difficult. Yeah, the oh, other thing my is like, we're therapists. It's just like, girl, come on. Every single time. Mind you. Mind you. <laughs> like, girl. You know, he, he speaks about wise compassion and foolish compassion. Mm. And sometimes you think you're exercising wise compassion, but you're not. You're being foolish because you let yourself down yeah you can't give from an empty cup yeah you can't you can't tell people without experience you can't tell people things without experience or you can't learn from the experiences of others if you've got yourself so shut down you and when you say no to other people you say yes to yourself yeah maybe if you start to think of it like that that. wait you gotta say that again when you say no to people Mm. you say yes to yourself there we go and self matters more right yes Yes. and the thing is sometimes you're also just asking like you're helping people that didn't even ask for your help 
actually. <laughs> and they also they will also realize that okay, I, with Karaba, I need to come correct. Yeah. I can't just be asking for these flimsy things mm. anymore. Do you know? Mm. And and we all need to get to that point because yes, I want to help you, but but I really don't have the capacity. Yeah. And and be over letting yourself down. Like really get to a point where you just like oh, I'm just so disgusted with yeah. myself because I let myself down one more time. Yeah. And the more the more you exercise the no, I promise you, it gets easier to the point where you can say no to the biggest deal. But it doesn't align with me, so no, thank you. Yeah, you yeah. see, with work, it's so much easier for me. I think it's in personal life. It where is, I'm like, it oh. is. But but in work, exercise that muscle more, so that when the personal stuff does come up, then you're able to also set your emotions aside. You 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 can set your your ties aside and be like. Is this good for me? Yeah. No. Yeah. If yeah. I give this person all this money, I'm going to be broke for the next exactly. month. How am I getting to work? Exactly. Who am I going to ask? Actually, exactly. no. Actually, no. <gasps> I, don't have, I don't have five grand. Maybe one. Yes. I can give you one. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. We're going straight into flipping your first coaster because you and I, we can chat all night. <laughs> we can chat for days. Dun, dun. And it's so funny. I think your first coaster is something we spoke about. First lady, the first lady okay, of Okay, so I'm going to flip the second one. So then. remember, I told you that these coasters are nothing to be afraid of. They aren't. They, they are aren't. absolutely. But what I, what I did want to know that I haven't found out yet, right, is... You obviously, when when you started with, with sports presenting, I mean, you started in radio, you were on campus radio, you went to a youth radio station, you were reporting on all sports, mm. right? That shift now to, is it's just purely rugby. Did it happen after your presenter search that you did? Or when did that yeah, decision happen? So the happen? presenter search, Lady Raga was strictly to find a woman presenter that would represent the biggest broadcaster of mm. sport on the African continent. <laughs> Jeez, look at you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> to represent them at the Rugby World Cup in 2011, yes. which was in New Zealand. So mm. I came third in that in that, in that that um, presenter search. And there's no prizes for third. But I've done just enough to impress one of the producers, Erin Ferreira. And she's like, I've got a show coming up for, for World Cup. And I think you'd be great for it. Yeah. I'd love you to come in for a screen test. I was like, screen test? Man, I'm in. <laughs> and that was my foot in the door. And in the beginning, even after doing Super, uh, Super Fan, in 2012, I joined the Blitz team. So Blitz is like writing normal radio uh, bulletins, if, if we can call it that. Yeah. Um, but now it's just going to go on the 24-hour channel. And the, and the switch I had to make is writing for... Um, television yes. which is a bit more tricky because you can see what I'm saying so now I have to make that a little bit more interesting for yes. you to catch your attention yes. but it didn't take longer. too long much longer yeah. it didn't take too long I had a great great team of people around me um, looking after me teaching me the ways so, so I kind of it was seamless more seamless than probably someone else was just coming in from the cold, coming into television, sport television at that, and trying to do something like that. And then all sporting codes. Varsity sport was all sporting codes. Yes, when I Beach that. volleyball, netball, football, uh, rugby, athletics, I was doing everything. And I think the, 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 the thing that really got me to niche it down was around 2014, 2015, where I kind of wanted to choose you know okay. the football department wanted me ad hoc wanted me but i was like let me do this thing where nobody that looks like me is doing let me just mm. let me just pursue rugby in its fullest and that's when i went for it that was such a great decision mm. that you made mm. but i love that you were also able to do so much before so you much. went ahead yeah. and made that decision right yeah. so even today if a colleague of yours in soccer falls sick they can they you can wake you up in the middle of the night go me. Girl, wake up. You're on. You're on air in an hour. <laughs> I, I, I'll be there. Let me just get my jacket. <laughs> yeah, that is what's so beautiful. So what are your thoughts then on, on people who discover sports later? Who, oh. dis who are presenters and then 
become like a sports, sports presenter. Presenter, yes. I think you can make the switch at any time. Mm-hmm. The thing the thing with sports presenting, which is what I tell mentees as well, is that remember you're you're the conduit of the conversation. The experts are the panelists. Yes. They're the ones that know everything. You have to know enough to bring out the best in them. Mm. You have to ask the right questions. Have your research done so that you can bring out the best in them. Because for me, I want you to walk away from one of our broadcasts, be it the build up or the rap, thinking, Sheesh, I didn't think about that. Or wow, that was actually very interesting. I need to watch the game a little bit more to see exactly what they're talking mm. about. I want it to be as entertaining as it is informative because you also have to grow with the sport and and grow knowing the sport a little bit better because of us. And I, then I've done my job. And I can imagine it's a difficult job because everybody that is a sports fan <laughs> knows. Things they know. Yeah. And they know, right? Yeah. They know. <laughs> right? So what I'm trying to do... And they're sitting there thinking, why didn't you ask this why question? Oh, nah, this? she's yeah. talking nonsense. But I'm, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about social media. People send me questions that I can ask the panelists oh, nice. as well. And I'm, and I'm happy to do that. Because what I've realized is that you, you as a presenter especially, you can't be in this thing where you're too self-conscious. You are the voice of the fans. You want to get across what they're talking about in their living rooms, over the braai, yeah. in the pub, you yeah. know? The, 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 controver- the seemingly controversial things that we could iron out in five, ten minutes for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what we do. And, that's, and, and I'm working with world-class guys. I mean... Um, captains that have won the World Cup, they know exactly what rugby is all about. So I want you to walk away thinking, goodness, that was good. I learned something from that. That's when I've had a good production. That is so intentional. Oh, I love that. All right, that means coast to number two. Dun, dun. Career pivot. Mm -hmm. Because what some people might not know about you is you studied accounting. I did study accounting, And what other people might not even know about you, to take it even further, we went to primary school together. You were uh, my senior, but what I remember is you were a a straight-A student. (laughs) Always, always. Possibly could have been a doctor. You could have been anything you want. Dude. (laughs) Like, I think at the point at which my parents started... Seeing my grades, especially second year, they were like, mm, she's gone. This yeah, radio, what happened this, to her? This yeah. radio thing has got her. Look at these marks tanking like oh, this. I mean, end of second year, I'd failed four modules. Oh, my word. I had to do, so I was doing some second year subjects in, in what was supposed to be my third year. But then I already knew that broadcasting is where I wanted to be. But I wanted to finish my degree, you know, oh. uh, because I, d- I never wanted to be a person that starts something and doesn't finish it. Mm. So I wanted to get right to the end. I remember graduation, my dad was in the in the auditorium and I got onto the stage and he's just going, oh. all of that. And at the end, I gave it to him and I was like, daddy, there you Here go. You go. I and, just and, and, and and he took it and he's like, you 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 were true to your word. So now you can do whatever you want. Dazzle me, make make me proud. And I and think I you like, did okay, exactly, exactly that. that. Yeah. I think there are just some careers that, that call you, mm-hmm. you know, that draw you in. Because I had no business. My, my Nothing in my upbringing says this girl is going to be a sports presenter. This girl is yeah. going to be on radio. I watch so much television. Loved certain presenters. I mean, we're laughing about it now. Uh, driving here with 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 my Uber driver, talking about um, you know Bo Nomsanene. Remember mm. on Zamazama and Jam Ali and, Jam Ali yep. and uh, remember Castle Loud with Unati and Zola. So yep. so many shows, but I didn't quite see what TDC there. Yeah. You know, I was just like, and I even, like these shows. Cool, yeah, but even radio, the youth radio station Five FM. Um, you know, the other one, privately owned radio station, <laughs> which I shall not mention. So many, but I I didn't. 
I was in love with that space, but I didn't see myself in that space until I started working on campus radio and then eventually to that house. So what made you station. walk through those doors at UJFM and say, actually, I, I want to try this. Oh, let me audition. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much time. When you study accounting, any of the accounting students that are listening, you have so much time on your hands. And I know idle, idle hands do the devil's yeah. work. And at school, I was either doing schoolwork or I was on the hockey field or on the netball field. I was doing choir. I stayed fit. I was busy. So now I have all this time and I have nothing. Uh, what are we going to do with all this time? And I was like, hmm, UJ Film are looking for a DJ. So I went and auditioned. Terrible audition. <laughs> only because there was still a rock station. So mm. the, the Rihanna loving girl was not going to cut it there. Uh, but I read a bulletin and they were like, oh, she sounds good. Let's give her a shot. And they gave me a shot. And it that was the that was the real career pivot because from, from not from that day but definitely once I joined the youth radio station mm. I knew for sure for sure that this is where I need this to be it. this and is it this is it and at least you finished that degree man and made daddy and mommy really proud Mutsunisi <laughs> Bohono on Five Nights she's the first lady of rugby she's our taste maker tonight and she's got about what three more coasters to flip let's, let's do it, it. alright coaster number three let's coaster do this number three Five second rule. Oh, you or somebody that does live TV, radio, you mm. think very quick on your feet. Mm. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and you need to answer them in five seconds. Okay. But they're questions about yourself. So it'll be really They'll easy. They'll be easy. Okay, I'm, not cool. gonna, I'm not going to quiz you about maths or science or any of that. <laughs> but we did mention the fact that you were an A student in school. So <laughs> I, I might just get a few. <laughs> <laughs> so a quiz would have actually just been <laughs> perfect. Did you actually suck at any subjects in school? Oh. No, no, and that's the thing, and no. that's what I, that's what I was saying earlier. You were like, no, nah, I was, I was flying to get at school. Yeah, students, right. It's so weird how it changes though when you get to varsity. I'm looking at myself as well. I was a student too. <laughs> I blame time. If we had more time, if there were more hours in the day, our second years would be. So easy. I think it's also the culture shock of varsity. Like I got to first year and I was like, what in the world is this? I was a little bit more sheltered living in res, especially um, with the first year culture because they kind of protect you from what's going on on campus. Oh, really? Yeah, You have a curfew, the works. You study from 7 till 11. You go straight to bed after that. You can People can only visit between 11 and 12. 12 o'clock, you go to bed. Yes, yeah, so which res were you at? I was at, at Squinfeld. Oh, it seems like all the cool kids go to Squinfeld. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. Squinfeld, <laughs> All the cool kids that I meet always <laughs> like, oh, how's that Squinfeld? How's that Squinfeld? <laughs> Wait, I want to hear these questions. Okay, let's, do this, let's do this. Let's me? do this. Okay, cool. Uh, let us get started. Five second rule. Okay, three of your favorite sports stars to interview. Ooh, to interview. I've interviewed Lewis Hamilton, Novak Djokovic, <gasps> and I'd probably say Sia Khaleesi. He's yeah. just the easy, you can ask him anything, I anything. Also, I also just love how you mention these people like it's nothing. Like, oh, nah, Lewis Hamilton, not a thing. You saw me so many, so many. Uh, you are very good at many things, but what are three things you're not so good at? Not good at. Oh. Five seconds. Sustaining a good nutritional plan. I eat terribly. <laughs> I think that's the number one thing I'm actually bad at. Really? Because I can't eat good for long. It's terrible. Yeah. Do you it, it's ruining super, my life. Do you go super hungry? Yeah. Not, not even the hunger. I'm just like, oh, this food is so boring. It's boring. It's boring. Right? Wait. But boring is good health. On match day, what's like a typical breakfast, lunch, and a little bit later supper for you? I'll have a normal breakfast, so maybe eggs with toast. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the stadium, it's catering. So it's yeah. everything. Yes. They've got the chops going. Mm. They've got chicken. So I'll eat like a big meal. Mm. And then I will snack in between. Guys, I will definitely have fruit pastels. I'm addicted to that stuff. 
maybe a, maybe a chocolate. You see, that's yeah. when that's when things go down. It's just but the it is you're honest. You're honest to yourself yeah, yeah, about it, and you yeah. keep trying. That's what I'm, matters. I'm working on it, guys. I'm so many of us struggle. Listen, and like, oh, and then people always remind you it's eighty percent diet and twenty ah, percent. Shh, 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 shh. We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, okay, we can only just try. All right, three things you'll never wear on game day. A mini skirt, thigh high boots. <laughs> I'm already imagining the outfit. I can't do the Honey. mini because I have. You have to run around at the stadium. Yes, like it there's work. a lot of walking happening mm. at the stadium. I usually have my sneaks on with my heels in my hand oh, until we go live. Okay. Because if if you're not at the tracks, you have to walk to the yes. media center. You have to walk downstairs. And our stadiums are world class, but they are. That's a lot of walking. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're massive. I mean, is mm. there a makeup artist on standby to yeah, touch you yeah, up yeah. because of all that oh, walking definitely. as well? Which is lovely. I mean, I love that. How <laughs> fab. All right. Three topics that are very close to your heart. Except sports. Young people. Family. Mm-hmm. Therapy. Mm, yeah. I was actually I was I was gonna answer the third one for you and say mental health. Mental health. Yeah, because definitely. I remember during COVID you did some uh you, you did some content yeah, during like, COVID around um, mental health, right? Yeah, it was it was mindful moments with MCDC, but mm. I I did quite a, a a bit around mental health. And I think I was just doing it because it was it was that time when everybody just yeah. needed some sort of pick me up. I mean yeah. some of the content was really lighthearted, but a, a, a check in is required, you know. Mm. And sometimes you feel like you're okay, but your environment doesn't say you're okay. You're body's telling you something's up yeah. and we really need to start heeding those cues mm. and make sure that we're all right so yeah definitely top that of the was list. that was a really uh, a good thing that you did during that time all right three women you who have had the most impact in your life sheesh this one is hard mm. mommy mm. broadcaster that have come before me i'll leave the third one but those two are probably the biggest my mom is the coolest yeah. most amazing woman that I know and I think the broadcasters that have come before me have been so important just because they made the walk so much easier yeah. when I came in the stuff that they had to deal with 10 years before I came on the scene even five even two years before I came on the scene I mean when I started um, at, at a production I'd probably be the only woman yes. or if there are two women it's the production assistant mm. you know now you have directors producers graphic operators EVS operators uh, vision mixers the, it's it's the 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 gender percentage has the the scales have tipped yeah. and and it's so much more broader now and now everybody can look at it and be like there is room for me as well here yeah. which i absolutely i love. belong here too i mean during the yeah. nepal there well, was a whole that was all women all women and they sma- have you ever seen such yeah. good tv in your so life it was, so it was so everybody camera e- camera operators EVS, control room. floor floor oh. floor managers that are women just oh <laughs> i love it that yeah. was no that was that hang, was incredible hang to it see. in the loop it was so it so, was so important cool. really beautiful so work cool. there all right let's do two more okay three movies you can watch over and over again when you find the time to even watch movies bad boys original <laughs> and coach carter <laughs> I was not expecting bad boys coach carter is like coach even carter is epic our uh, uh, five lunch presenter zanelle zanelle potello obsessed with coach carter Love okay coach Car- i could i could i think i could Recite the script of really? my heart now, yeah, and Bad Boys too. I mean, I watch it with my sister, Jay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you don't want to watch it with us. Oh my, what you guys are saying all the lines. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it's almost like you pick up something. It's like, oh, I didn't see that before. What's That's what on? people say about repeating movies that you'll pick up something new. You know, you know what it is about repeating anything as well is that it gives you that. Um, 
there's no anxiety. Yes. You know exactly what's going to happen. You know exactly what's going to come. But you just enjoy it because the cinematography of it all, the script, everything is just perfect in that movie. Coach Carter is exactly the same. I can never, ah, ever relate. I can never relate with repeating movies. I feel like yeah, life is too yeah. short. You know what I'm able to do, though? I'm able to re-read a book. Because I sometimes read books when I was younger that I probably shouldn't have read. Yeah, and now they make so much sense. <laughs> I'm also getting good at rereading books. So I would do movies and series before a book, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. I always feel like, your life is so short. There's so many movies to watch, so much series. <laughs> but I get you, everybody rewatches yeah. stuff. I mean, people are rewatching Scandal, The Fixer. I watched it. Too. I rewatched I mean, it too. I <laughs> I missed Olivia Pope and I was like, let's watch that again. It was. I, I enjoyed it so much more the second time around. I, I mean, won't lie. Next, you're going to miss. By Viola Davis and watch How to Get Away with Murder no, again. My word. That one was heavy. Yeah. I don't think so. I got two more coasters. All right. Coaster number Ooh. four. Whose voice is it anyway? You're going to be so brilliant at this game. This is usually how I catch my guests out. I'm going to play you a clip and you need to tell me whose voice it is, right? Mm. Who's speaking. Uh, but I feel like you're, you're going to do really well because. I know mm. most of them. Yeah. You reckon? Okay, let's hear. Let's yeah, hear. definitely. But I do alter it according to the guest. So it's not the same. With every guest, it's different. It just depends on who's coming. Are you ready? Oh, I think. I'm not okay. even going to give you a category. I'm just going to go. Go. Yes, I'm just going to go. Okay, so here is your first voice. Whose voice is this. It, it's so nice playing yeah. in front of, 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 of a crowd. And uh, I would urge people to just come and support. Ooh. I think that's one of two people. Mm-hmm. Either Andy Lelamini or maybe Jermaine. I'd go with Andy Lelamini. No? Ni- is it her? That's correct. <laughs> That is brilliant. And the thing is, there was the rest of the clip that I didn't play because it was going to give you a clue. This is what the, the, the rest of the clip said. Um, the local games and when Banyana Banyana plays. There we I go. was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to not give her the rest of that clip. Because the minute she said, good. we want people to come and watch, I was like, I, this, a, is a, this is a woman's <laughs> national team player. There we go. Yeah. All right. I never thought that I'll represent a country in any other sport because at the beginning, I was not even like, have a clue about rugby and to play for my country is something that made me a better person and it's something that I would share each and every time. Hmm. Do you want to come back to that? Let's come back to that. Think a sport that you're totally into, but think the woman. And it, 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 that's exactly what I'm think thinking. Think boy. I don't know if I'm saying her name Yes, right. yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that I'm giving you clues. Okay, the first name has eluded me. Ooh. I wanted to catch you out there. I, I did that get, one on purpose. I'm going to get so fired. And I did this on purpose. Okay, here's your next one. Every season you feel like you have to step it up a notch, which is challenging because swimming is a very technical sport. People wonder like Tatiana's how do we get market. up and Oh yes, girl. Mm. <laughs> I love it. And you are listening so attentively. So attentively. <laughs> you are listening attentively. Cindy Boy, it's Hi, Cindy Boy. Oh my goodness, yes! yes. <laughs> captain of the captain of the <laughs> women's national team, women rugby team. Yes, yes. there we go. Whew. Girl, <laughs> listen, you, you don't get me fired. You were stressed for a second there. <laughs> Love it. Because I knew that, I don't know, I, one of these had to be stressful. And then I realized afterwards, I'm like, these are very easy. I'm being so nice no, to Mitsubishi. I think that's not. super okay. earned and that people work really oh, hard Serena for Williams. Go, 
yes, it is. Love her. Jeez, you hear these voices like all the time. But it's because clips, clips must be cut. And they must be cut by me and my producer. So yeah, so it's voices, literally your job. Yeah. No, I, I did understand the skill. Bong you know. Here we go. Oh no, you are like that's it. I can't. Uh, no, it's fine. No, play more. No, this is fun. No, 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 no. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You did well. That was five out of five. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Woo. Celebrating some amazing women in sports, man. But those are the women in sport that I also look up to. I yeah. mean, they are fantastic. And the, the hurdles that they've had to jump mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. in their respective codes, ridiculous. What I didn't know about Bongim Somi is that, like, she didn't even play netball in school and things like that. Like, no. she got into it by accident. She caught on it very late. I think yes. it was um, a team that was playing and they just needed one more player yeah. and they were like Bongi come play and she was like fine and she had I'll to play. wear her friend's shoes <laughs> like you know what and I mean? she says when she had to play her worry was not even like do these sneakers fit her worry was I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Catch and pass stop catch and pass. Okay cool I'll do that. And now she's been oh. to five five netball world cups she's led South Africa this year insane it is incredible and insane. such an inspiration and i just love how she's so passionate about also developing the sport mm, in her community mm. and other communities as well which is beautiful last rounds are you ready last round okay let's do this hold on hold on let's flip your car start. here we go well done on that game Lessons in 60 seconds. So we've been messing around, having a good time. This is a part of the show where you and I get a little serious. I am going to mention a couple of words. You tell me the biggest lesson you've learned in that okay. category of life. Good, right. Good, good. And we've got to do it in 60 seconds. So lessons in 60 seconds with Mutsulisi Bono. First up, your biggest lesson in friendship. Make room for people to evolve. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Business. Don't make emotional decisions. Beauty. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> do not even stress yourself about how beautiful you are. You are. Everybody else just needs to adjust. Failure. Failure is a way that you learn how not to do it again. It will help you. It will, it will refine. It will refine your craft. Fail. Fail all the time so that you know how not to do it next time. Oh. You only get better when you fail. Nice. Health. Listen to your body. It knows what's up. Social media. Don't give too much away. Stay mysterious. Stay huh? mysterious. Like Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love. Love. I love this one. Love. Love. Open up your heart to love. Love fully. Love fully. Because it's not on the other person, it's on you. So Mm. if you are a big lover, go for it. Yes. Because some people feel like, oh, I love too much and I need to stop because Mm. I've been disappointed so many times. Don't love with trepidation. Don't do that. You know, open your heart. Really open your heart. I mean, if that person is worth it, if you've vetted them, you've got your friends to vet them. Girls, Mm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you gotta vet. (laughs) And they've come out uh, at tops. But any partner that you have, if you're going to do it half-heartedly, then you give them permission to do the same. So put your whole heart into it. Because love is all about experiencing someone else and experiencing yourself as well through someone else. So do it wholeheartedly or not at all. Ah, do it wholeheartedly or not at all. Mutsudisi Mohono on Five Nights. Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. So I mean, all the way through to ten past nine. Of I, FGI, love, even I don't longer. even want to leave anymore. <laughs> do you know so many of my guests say that? One of our senior producers uh, in the office said to me. 
It's like, what are you giving your guests there in studio? I'm talking about the coasters. They keep saying they don't want to leave. I love it. This I love is it. so lovely. That's Thank you so I know. much for I've having me. I hosted my guests well when they say that they do not want to leave. You are an absolute inspiration. Thank you for being amazing. I think you not only inspire women in our country, but I think you inspire everybody. Thank you. And you make them believe that they can walk in spaces that they have never imagined. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. And yeah, just remember, man, walk own own the space that you've been put in. There's a reason that your name has been called up. So when you get the call up, be Serena. Yes. Be Serena, be oh. Bongi, be Cindy, be Tatiana. Take over. Really take ownership of it. Do, give it your best shot. That that's how you grow in the space. Don't don't do anything with trepidation. Just step in there, own the space, and go for it. There we go. Mutlisi Muhada on Five Nights. Tastemakers on Five Nights. Five FM.